Hello and welcome to the Old Man Orange Podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Ryan Dunnigan. I'm special guest James Artville. <laughs> um, this was originally going to be like an Old Man Orange uh, uh, Octorok Talk crossover. We were going to do the first half of our Pokemon uh, Arceus conversation with Old Man Orange, then do the episode of Octorok Talk. But uh, due to like schedule complications, James is going to be in and out of the show for a little bit. So um, just popping in here and there. So I, I, we think it's just best to make it an Old Man Orange episode, and then we'll get James on Octorok Talk another time. But yeah, this is us uh, last, well, not last week, the week before last. We were, we did an episode talking about Pokemon Legends Arceus first impressions. Now after we both mm-hmm. all three of us beat most majority of the game, now it's kind of like what we think of it. Yeah, the the follow up to what we're doing and so on, and after we've kind of put in some nice dedicated hours and time into here, I don't know if we want to just cut the cameras. I feel like we, we I know we're, we're this close the in the beginning, down. but it's it's getting stuttery. <laughs> it's probably you know what the downfall is. It's Super Bowl when we're recording this, so everybody's probably like one either because you know this day and age people aren't always using satellite and cable anymore, so they're probably one either streaming it slash everybody's utilizing just you know other forms of. You know, internet nist to go along with the Super Bowl, whether they're betting on it, whether they're talking about it on Twitter and so on. So I bet you that's jacking us up because it's right probably at the end of the game. And plus, it's also something to the effect of like we're talking about something. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. You could love, you could love, you could love football and still love Pokemon and Nintendo. But there are those people who really love football. Like, what the fuck are you <laughs> doing talking about the Pokemans on God's Day? <laughs> that's the only one is. I kind of feel it. it's like, yeah, football's on. So let's go. So hey, fellas, let's talk about the Pokemon and how far we've gotten. <laughs> Niners didn't make it. Don't really give a shit. You know, Raiders didn't make it. Don't give a shit. So you know, here we are. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, one of those. I mean, and even still, I, I I don't know. It's like there's too many commercials, too much like you know time. I don't know. It's one of those things. You know, I mean, I, if I had the abridged version of the football game, maybe, but not. I'd rather just be sitting around playing video games. But that's just me. Pretty much, yeah. So, um, out of that, I guess um, we all kind of beat the main storyline. I did not catch all the characters, and I didn't fill out the Pokedex, but I don't think I ever will. But I'm going to try to at least get all the characters. We'll see about that part. But um, would you guys overall, just overall, think of the game by this point, after beating it? James, you can go first. for me, yeah, for me, I would say most of my opinions are, are unchanged. Um... You know, just going in, comparing it to previous Pokemon experiences, that this one definitely uh, it hits all the right notes. Uh, it's a fresh change of pace. Uh, many of the things that we talked about the first time around. Though, after after coming at the end of it, um, I would say that I was left um, a little, you know, a little disappointed in terms of the presentation and polish overall. And just a few little little instances, for example, the the lack of voice acting or even just like sounds. You know, when the characters talk, there's no grunting, there's no sighing or just like any other. It, you're, it's just menu prompt after menu prompt. It, all the cutscenes are just the only thing you hear is just the little sound effect when you push the A button to go to the next dialogue. I mean, I, I'm going to say this real quick. I personally like video games that don't have that. Like, especially if I'm playing an RPG, I don't like voiceovers. Uh, that's just me, though. <laughs> I, I like it old school. You know, it's, it's. 
I understand that is old school. And as far as Pokemon goes, like that's the way it's always been. But like going into this game, mm-hmm. I didn't really view it as much as a Pokemon game, as much as I was trying to put on my lenses of other AAA titles that are cinematic, you know, open world, beautiful, gorgeous, you know, visuals. You know, like you know, even mm-hmm. like Legend of Zelda, right? Yeah, Breath yeah, of the Wild that had, still has know, it. had cutscenes, but for the most part, when you speak to NPCs. You know, um, I don't know. It just felt like a little livelier. You know, even the animations in this game were kind of stiff, you know. And I know in the back of my mind, it's the Pokemon company. They haven't been making HD games, you know, very long. They're still kind of new at this. They're, they're, they're taking the safe approach. It's very much in line with, you know, game development development from say you know two three generations ago. They are they're, they're playing the safe route in in those instances while they're totally, uh, you know, revamping other areas of the gameplay. So I felt like while much of the game was progressing forward, there was still a lot that was holding it back, in my opinion. Hmm. Like, cause for me, like this game, I still say it's pretty darn freaking amazing. Like, I mean, yeah, granted, I mean it is. Yeah, it's not the you know the most perfect graphics wise game, and you know, and but I don't know. I guess I don't judge it too much on that. I mean, I know I am playing a Switch, and a Switch is technically just uh, an enhanced Wii U, which a Wii U is just sort of an and kind of about like a next PS3, uh, Xbox 360. But at the end of the day, but well, I guess it's also something to the effect of if I can be, I'll, I'll be Switzerland here for a second. Um, it, it's kind of like. Gameplay-wise, I don't really have a whole lot of complaint. There's, like, some little weird things in the last, like, at, like pre-game missions. Like, where the fuck did that come from? Now why am I doing this suddenly? There's a little bit of that. Overall, game, mm-hmm. I mean, I, mean I, I, would, I really liked this game a lot, and I'm glad I got it, and I think it was a good breath of fresh air for it. But at the same time, I'm wondering how much of it is the Pokemon company and how much of it is limitations due because it's um, a Switch system. Because the thing is, Pokemon is the most successful franchise in the world they've so you know between games <clears throat> movies tv shows toys they they they're their most successful franchise so you think that some of the presentation of the games would present that and i've heard i've heard, the thing is I, I hear people and whenever a new pokemon game comes out it seems to be this thing of like half the people love it half the people hate it and some of the stuff people complain about is sincere but and legitimate but some of the stuff they complain about it's like okay you guys are being a little too nitpicky on this and this game i think was ultimately really good but i do think james is right on some aspects of presentation where it's kind of like i mean it's pokemon it's the most successful thing in the it's most successful thing in the world and then we can't have an animation of a guy doing a backflip off a thing we just cut to black it's just like we're not in the Game Boy area anymore. It's it, you, you. I know you guys have the ability to animate a guy backflipping off this cliff or whatever. You know. Yeah. Well, that that is definitely true, right there. I mean, like those kind of things, like that. I I don't know. I, I guess because it's just one of those ones. Like maybe it's because I just play so many of the older games and so on, like that. Like I can kind of accept that. I'm. I, it's one of those ones. There's so much other magic going on in this game that, like, it's almost like the the in betweens. I guess I'd almost look at it like, like if it was animation. Like I could kind of bypass some of that stuff. I mean, one thing I will say is I do like how that there still isn't voiceovers because I, I kid you not, any brand new RPG that I play, I literally turn the if I can turn the voices off, I do. If I can't do that, I turn on the Japanese. Like I find some way. I even literally played Final Fantasy VII the remake. I just turned the voices off, so it looked really awkward when you watch cutscenes. 
because they would just be flapping mouths and no sound. But I was like, no, 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 I don't want to ruin my experience. I'm like, I, I don't like these voice acting. You know, it's got to be traditional Final Fantasy style. And that's what I do like in Pokemon is that they keep it that way. It still has all the classic kind of feels to it, but adding new things into it. Like, it's one of those ones, like, I probably put more time in, in like, a single run. I probably put more time into this Pokemon than any other Pokemon game out there. I mean, I'm already at, like, about the 35-hour mark, and it still feels like there's a crap ton of things to do. I mean, the, the core story's done and all that stuff, but... I keep running into things left and right here and there that's like, oh, well, there's there's this and there's that and so on like that. I mean, you could probably easily drop like another 10 to 15 hours into this game if you wanted to. Yeah, and there's another thing about this game is, I'm not going to lie, when we when we finished up um, the first half, the, the first episode where you're covering like, you know, first impressions, at that point, I think I was only as far as just getting a few ba- a few stars and being in the main the 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 the, the, the hills the, the first the first area, and by then I was kind of like, ah, I mean I like this game, but it's kind of starting. Let's kind of get it rolling. Let's make it happen a little faster here. And then once you get to the swamplands, which I wasn't a big fan of the swamplands, but once you get once you get to there, I feel like you start getting access to these other areas way quicker where i feel like the beginning Mm -hmm. of the game you're in that like open field area for a long time and there's a lot to do but you're there for a while and like okay can we pick it up a little bit and then once you get over that initial hump all those other areas come in a lot quicker i feel like you know yeah, I don't know. I know what you mean there, and so on like that. It, it, it just has that traditional almost where like, hey, we're gonna talk forever, and it's, you know, put it about three hours before the game really gets rolling. So like, you got to get kind of past that. But I think once you get kind of past that, I mean, there's still you know dialogue parts here and there and whatnot throughout the whole thing all the way to the very end. But I felt like I was a little bit as the game gets rolling, you're kind of like, okay, now I start to care. And so on like that, or I don't really mind. So it's interesting to sort of see some of this stuff. And it's not just like Ray out there, every single step you take, you know, he's not going like, oh, here, let me show you another trick. You'd be like, no, 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 stop, stop. It's like, I I really do wish that video games with their tutorials would either just say like, hey, if you want a tutorial, by all means, here's the option. But for everybody else, like, just go at it. You know what I mean? Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't make it a character. Just like, here's Omachow. He just follows you around. Yeah. You know? Just something small like that, you know? Um, it's, uh, or like even Navi, even. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that this game, like, it is different. And I, it is like a different way to approach Pokemon. You could definitely see they're pulling from things like Monster um, uh, Monster Hunter, which Monster Hunter was pulling from Pokemon. So it's kind of like snaking its own tail kind of thing. At the same time, go even more so than before. I feel like this game does do a good job of, like, making you actually fear these things. Because for a while, I feel like Pokemon was something that was a little teethless. Not that it was ever super edgy or dark, not that I need it to be. But there was this period where, you know, like, when you first play Red and Blue, you walk in like, Oh, don't go on the fucking grass, you'll get eaten alive by pigeons and rats, you know? And then then you kind of, you know, you all right, well, once you get to know them and you, you build up to them, okay, cool, 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 whatever. But then after time, it just became, like, very, you know, like, Spencer, like you said one time, it's like you're collecting stuffed animals. Where on this one, it feels like, oh, shit, that's an alpha otter thing, you know? <laughs> I can't go near the alpha otter thing. The alpha otter thing's gonna fuck me up. And sometimes you think, like, that thing's level 35, I'm a level, like... 
17, but my guy's a grass, so it should be able to fuck him up. And then he does, like, Giga Impact. And he's <laughs> just like, nope, he's dead. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're literally pocket monsters once again. Yeah, they, they actually is, and the game actually reflects that. It actually does have this sense of, like, oh, shit, when you face some of these things off, you know? Mm-hmm. And unlike other RPGs, when you level up, uh, the smaller or you know lower entry level enemies tend to avoid you, ignore you, or you can just kind of like one hit KO them when you just touch them. I found myself getting really annoyed when those Luxios were still going after me. They're level nine, and I'm rocking level seventies. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> it's like, what do you want to do? And after a while, there's some I just kind of walked by, but like. I would almost get vengeful. Let's say I'm like sneaking up on some kind of alpha that I really want, and then like a fucking Paris or whatever walks in and fucks that whole thing up. Yeah. And like my sneak attack didn't work, and now I got like, you know, three Parises and then like a uh, alpha Raichu I'm trying to go after. I'm like, okay, I'm wiping all these things out and then going for the Raichu because this motherfucker, you know what I mean? It would just be like no sympathy at all. Like that was the point where I'm like, I wish there was, like, if this was, like, you know, just a little bit, if this was just a little bit more of, like, teen-oriented, I wish there's the option to go up. This seems a little Grant GTA, but just, like, after you beat, like, a Paris, go up and just tap A to, like, smash its corpse, you know, to stomp it in. Like, motherfucker, you cost me that right shoe! Is it, like, a Gears of War finisher to it? Yeah, curb stomp like them. That, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it, no, it, it, it's just... worse than like, yeah, you're you're there and you don't really realize that there's a Pokemon behind you, and it's like one of those ones like where it's just it's it should be a moment where it's like it's kind of scary, but it's more just like, God damn it, get the hell out of here. <laughs> well, it was like I remember going into I was I, after beating. We'll go into the, like the story in a minute, like the end, the, the last half of the story. But after the the post game stuff, going into the. Um, Marshlands just to collect characters I haven't come across yet, and I went into one of the time vortexes, and then seeing there's a fucking Cyndaquil here? There's a fucking Cyndaquil! And then I go for the Cyndaquil, but then there's like three level, like, 50 other things around it, like shit. And then, like, in the process of trying to get the Cyndaquil, I accidentally kill it, and then, like, for, like, Antonio Banderas and, like, Once Upon a Time Mexico, like, now I must kill you all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I kind of get that, too. No, th- those time vortexes are almost the most interesting thing where you'll find just Pokemon, and you're like, holy crap, what the hell? The thing that's irritating is some of them only appear in the time vortexes, though. Sorry, James, I'll cut you off. Yeah, you know what that kind of reminds me is, is the fact that how in this game taking place in the past, the Pokemon in the wild, they don't, they don't randomly appear. They're not random encounters. And yet, in the time distortion bubble those are random encounters almost like what we're used to in the later generations right mm-hmm. yeah I couldn't, I couldn't help but draw a parallel how that's the pokemon experience in the future random encounters yeah i mean granted <laughs> the, the random encounters is more just you know a, a gameplay mechanic but i i see what you mean by that right i can it, see it, kind of working both ways yeah you know, it, it, but that's also like those time vortex areas. It's just what I kind of learned in those ones is you'd have to do the thing where you sort of lead the crap Pokemon away so you could get to like the good ones. Well, after a while, it gets irritating because you're going after like, you know, if there's an Eevee, usually I'm going after it because now Eevee has more than three evolutions. He has like 55 yeah. evolutions now. So now it's like always trying to go to one of those just because, well, if it, it's kind of, I could have always evolved into something. And then, but then there's always like, you know, like, uh, like a 
looks whatever Shinx evolves into. Like it, uh, there'll, there'll be one of those or those stupid like fire ghost balloon things. You <laughs> know. So after a while, <laughs> it's like what the fuck are these doing here? I bump into these things all over the real map. Get these. Get this shit out of here. This sh I should be getting like it doesn't have to be like like you know like fumbling over Eevees and starters and like you know like the evolved Lickitung thing. It doesn't have to be all those. But I mean at the same time. Like, well, let's just get the weird, weird, hard-to-find shit in here. Get all this other shit out of the way. It's just get, it's just slowing me yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the, the junk Pokemon shit up here in, like, the... Um, or at least common yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, just like the common junk have. ones that you're like, dude, I see these all over the place. You know what I mean? It should be at least stuff that's either hard-to-find, kind of rare, or something in that kind of ballpark. But, yeah, like, you, you do have to do kind of all that stuff. But then there's also all the good items that get dropped off in there and whatnot, so you can grab all those things. Uh, those things are just really neat. Also, I started noticing, did you start noticing this towards, like, the later in the game? Is they started having things in there where, like, hey, there's, like, uh, you know, an infestation of, like, a certain type of Pokemon. Like, go over there and, and you know, exterminate them, pretty much. <laughs> Got too many Mime Juniors. We know what they grow up into. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, some of them are good, though, because I found one that was an Eevee infestation. So I caught, like, eight Ooh. Eevees in, like, that section. It was like, oh, nice. I feel it's so weird because there's a point now where like Eevee is just like I remember there's that point where like you know like there's only one and you have a choice of which one which three things you want it to evolve into mm -hmm. and now it's this thing of like there's so many evolutions like well we, we we'll just we'll just make we'll just throw multiple Eevees out there and, and probably new generation fans are probably like okay cool whatever but gen one fans <laughs> are like you don't understand be grateful god damn it yeah it's like whenever I find it's like the same thing <laughs> with having that Porygon like because I use that Porygon like the whole way through the game and it's just that thing where you know you mostly could only get Porygon back in the day you had to get him at the you know in red and blue you had to go to the team rocket um, you know casino and buy him there and he was not cheap and by the time you kind of got him and by the time you probably had enough money for it and so on like that you know uh you know the game's practically over so it's like you didn't really get to use him it's like you got him it's like cool look at him and then it's like well i guess that's about it so in this one it's like it was awesome being able to use porygon the whole time through i'll say this about this particular game and actually about pokemon in general so the thing about a lot of pokemon games is when i find myself playing them now I'll have my overall team, and maybe I'll have one or two slots I rotate out. But generally, this is the team you get stuck with. Just because it's like, well, maybe I didn't really want this character, but I've had this character long enough, and it's the only electric type or the only fire type that popped up anytime soon. So for that reason, he's trained up, and just for me to hand him off now for a character I like more aesthetically would be kind of pointless. So, okay, Magne Magneton is on my team now. All right, whatever. But um, this one, I feel like it is a lot easier to switch out your team and mix and match because they level up a lot easier in this game. Mm -hmm. But they also die a lot easier, too. So that's the only thing. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a trade-off there. Uh, did you guys kind of stick with the same team majority of the game or near the end did you start kind of like rotating guys out? I myself kind of had my... Oh, there we go. Uh, I didn't know if James got up. <laughs> um yeah i i'm just i was just gonna mention that i i have been swapping out my team fairly regularly because i've been trying to uh make evolutions and you know rank up experience points for the lower levels and you know fill up my pokedex that way 
Yeah. You, you know what's another thing I noticed that was really cool is that I'd never seen this in another Pokemon game, but say, like, you take a Pokemon out that's, like, level 50, and you don't have to actually even level it up one more time. If it's already ready to evolve, you can just literally evolve it right there. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I saw that with the Cyndaquil thing. I wanted to catch it because I got to get three out of the way right here. If I catch that Cyndaquil, I could already just evolve him yeah. right into, yeah. Um, yeah, for a while my team was like, I had like the same team majority of the game, but near the end, like you come across a character that's so strong or so good, like, all right, why? Well, sorry, Snorlax, you're getting the bench, you know. Uh, but then after a while, what I find myself doing, something I really appreciate about this game, because the thing about other Pokemon games is, don't get me wrong, I, I, I really like them a lot. And I'm, I, I think I can say, I can go back to saying Pokemon is one of my favorite video game franchises. But at the same time, there is that thing when you reach a point in the game, even post-game stuff, it's like, okay, cool, I caught these legendaries. What am I going to do? Battle people online? That's all I have these things for now. There's really nothing else to do in the game with these. And then this one, I feel like, because they are going to have more, exp they are going to have expansions, and they are going to, I'm not sure if it's going to be other maps or just more characters, but they, there is definitely going to more come out with it for this game, you know that. So, it kind of, and plus the world is almost more catered in a way where you could go get some smaller, weaker characters and level them up, so you kind of get that feeling of like building up a team again, but a different team, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I've been kind of doing recently while trying to fill out the Pokedex. Yeah, no, because I, I could see, you know, you, you literally could almost restart from the beginning if you sort of kind of wanted to without having to do anything else but just kind of go capture more Pokemon. Because as I said, I kept the more I kept playing this game, it's just like, you know, you think you're kind of like, okay, I just got Pokemon left to capture, but then next thing you know, you kept finding stuff. And all of a sudden, like right before we did this podcast, I was just kind of playing it again just sort of to get some kind of refresh going. And then next thing you know, you run into like the lady with like the big dark black hat and whatnot, and she's all... Oh, by the way, there's these three legendary Pokemon out there. It's, uh, you know, big deal stuff. Go find them. And I was like, oh. So there's almost like whatever. I, I didn't recognize what their names were at the top, but, you know, that's kind of always how it goes. But it seemed like the almost like the Zapdos, Moltres, and Art Articuno kind of characters now are out there, too. But it's like legendary Pokemon galore, it feels like, by this point. And there, there's also the... Um, there's the thing where you got to beat the three... Not nobles, but after you defeat the nobles, you got you get the boot because you're like the sky's red. You fucked <laughs> up. Like, how do you know it's me? You fucked up. Get out. Like, okay, all right. I only did every all the work you asked me to do, but okay, cool. Yeah, you, you do like and the then, walk of shame, like out of there as you're like slowly walking out of town, and everybody's looking at you, shaking their heads, be like, "I trusted you. I let you come into my photo booth." You know. <laughs> I walked up to the girl because I I, I, the, I know I, um, there's the girl who did the haircut. I walked up to her to see if she'd say anything. She didn't say anything. And then the commander's like, "Where the fuck you going? Get over here!" Like, "Oh, okay. I wanted to say bye to. The, okay, whatever. You got my number, right? All right, cool. Bye." You know, so. And then, um, and then um, when you after after you defeat like the the, the, the nobles, the five nobles or whatever, mm -hmm. and then you go and you face off against like the three others of the lake. Uh, the second one, I went after... I, I caught all of them, but the quail fish. And I was like, oh, this is the thing where I can't go back and catch it like other ones. I have to catch it right there, so it's kind of like original Pokemon in that way. But at the same time, I was kind of like... Deep down, I know I'm probably not going to finish the Pokedex. I'd like to, yeah. but I'm probably not going to finish it. At the exact same time, I'm also like... 
when's the next, when am I going to reuse a fucking ja a, a quail jab fish thing? When am I going to use that fucking thing? It looks stupid. I'm not using it, you know? I kind of wondered that because I caught all those Pokemon and that was the first thing I kind of thought. I was like, what happens if I accidentally kill one of these things? I mean, I guess on the Pokedex you get it checked off. <laughs> you got that part, but it's like one of those. I, mean, I guess you have to just trade it. Yeah. To get it, you know, but, you know I, I just. But I feel like trading, oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say is I just kind of go like, I wonder if you can, if there is some way that that Pokemon, because maybe after you see it once, maybe it can appear somewhere else. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because the I game doesn't really save, save normally. Like, I feel like this game would be a weird one to try to do the save thing and then go outside or then, then turn the power off and turn it back on see what happens. Like, because I feel like because of that auto-save thing, it, it might jack you up anyways. Real, real talk. Actually, James, say what you're going to say first before I go on my rant. <laughs> those three, those three lake uh, boss Pokemon. Uh, yeah, I only caught one. I killed the other two accidentally. So I, I really hope I can encounter them again somehow. I like the snail dragon. The snail dragon I thought was kind of cool. Uh huh. Well, well, but, well um, if there's a way that for us to easily trade them, I literally have all three of them. So. Oh, cool. Well, we could maybe do that. Well, later I don't want. I don't want you to give yours up. <laughs> Well, we trade it, you trade it back. You don't be like one of those dickwads on the game who doesn't uh, properly understand how Pokemon works, and when I give him a Haunter, he turns the game off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I'm a champ or something. Yeah, that's literally what happened. I went, I, when I was doing that, I'm like, cool, okay, this guy, I think he understands it. And then, like, he, he took mine and sent me, like, you know, just like one of those worm creatures, and it's like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm like, oh, that motherfucker. That little fuck. That little bastard. Well, not? If he a, wasn't in I Korea, was, I would go over there and kick his ass right now. But <laughs> I wish there was like a little emojis or something you could send just to get across. Like, no, this is what we're doing. This is all I want to do. There's. I remember when when Let's Go came out, and there was it was somebody in Japan. I don't know if it was a man or a woman or even their age or yeah. even their name, but there was somebody with Japanese writing for their name. And they totally got it. They picked characters that they knew you had to trade to, like, you know, make them evolve. And they trade it right back. It was a gentleman's agreement. Yeah. There was no problem at all. So I haven't tried that with this one yet. But uh, I'm just trying to, because it seems like a lot of the stuff, you can go out there and catch yourself. Yeah. And they also, if, like, if you feel like spending a lot of money and you don't have any friends, you could buy a link cable and evolve them yourself. Well, I will say, that's actually really, I was going to bring the link cable thing up. I think that's really awesome that they have that, because then it's like, you literally can just get all those Pokemon if you didn't find them out there or whatnot. Just... Um, evolved in that way and also those link cables they appear out in the wild too once in a while like I found them in like the vortexes and so on like that like I, I ran across about like, six of them or something like that I have yet to find one and then you can also just oh, get them by if you do the thing where you go to rescue people's backpacks you can go buy it that way too uh, what was the other thing um there was uh, uh something about oh yeah yeah um we were talking about earlier about the autosave thing in this game I'm not gonna lie during the final, during like the final, not the final battle, um, actually, um, the, um, one of the battles where, okay, alright, bear, bear with me on this. We know when you guys, after you beat the game, you have the post-game stuff, and you have a list, you gotta go down and get all the different plates, and basically you gotta have different challenges and fight different, or catch different Pokemon mm -hmm. and get the plate that way. When you go to the, um, to the volcano... And there's that bug fire steel thing inside the volcano. It has that fire vortex. I'm not going to lie. I died on that. I'm like, no! 
and I, because I had a bunch of shit that was very valuable on me, so I did the total thing. I immediately just turned the game off and restarted the software, because, like, right there, like, I had so many, like, you know, like, Max Revives and Thunderstones and stuff like that that I was not willing to part with, and I wasn't sure if they were going to be part of it either, so I'm just, like, turning it off right there. But that thing was, like, I'm not going to lie, I called bullshit on that part, just because... At no point, I mean, it was kind of like a noble fight, but it wasn't exactly. You have this whole thing where just like, hey, you know these mud ball things? These things you never fucking use, and they just do nothing but take up room in your inventory? They're required for this part. Like, and I, you know, it's like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Now I gotta use these. And like, for a minute, I wasn't even sure if I was doing anything. So you gotta throw like 10 of these things before his fucking shield goes down. You know? Well, yeah, I noticed the same thing there too, because I was throwing them. I was like, okay, there's there's a crap ton of them here. That's gotta be it. But why hasn't it? It felt, feels like nothing is happening yet. Exactly. So I was wondering if I'm even doing anything right. I'm like, how many of these are I gonna throw? I'm like, all right, all right. And once I got the shield down, it became easy. But it was like one of those things like, I, I call bullshit on that whole fucking part right there. Just total <laughs> bullshit. Because it was not... Because, like, it, you did nothing like that previously in the game. And there's all those mud balls there, so what else could it be? But it's like, you know these things you never fucking use, and why would you? Yeah, here you go. You know, I will say this, I though. I did way. find... Oh, what were you... I was just going to say this in the mud balls real quick. I did find use for those. this time. I used to think the mud balls were just, you tossed them out, like, what the hell is this? But, like, if a Pokemon gets angry and runs towards you, and you're like, motherfucker, I want to just catch you, I didn't want to battle you, you, you hit him in the head with the mud ball, and mostly they'll go like, and kind of back up, and then you can just throw the Pokeball back at him again. So, the, oh, they, okay. they, they do actually have a pretty, once I figured that out, I'm like, oh, these are actually kind of nice. Oh, okay. All right. And well, you can, you can do the same thing, or similar tactics with the snowballs the sticky mm-hmm. balls and the spoiled acorns and kind yeah. of like i had the same reaction as ryan did i would throw the spoiled acorns and it would like sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't i'd throw like five of them nothing happens and i'm just frustrated it's like what am i doing wrong and yeah it's, it's a numbers game uh depending on how strong the pokemon is it requires getting hit more with more quantities yeah. So, you try that thing on, like, a Torterra or some shit. Like, it's not working. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> certain, certain ones, it's not going to work. But, like, once I kind of realize it for all the small ones that are kind of just a pain in the ass, where it's like, no, I don't want to fight you. You're like, I just want to catch you. You know? Because that's the only thing sometimes I do kind of wish is, I know it's like, I know that's part of the game's thing, but, like, once the Pokemon gets angry, you can't capture the ball. Like, why not? Can I just keep throwing the ball? You can make it harder for him to get caught in there, but I just want to keep, like, pummeling the balls until he goes in there. Yeah, well, it, I, I get what you mean there. there, there I'll say this, um, and um, it's like the complaints I have. I'm still gonna say this game is like it's it's high up there. I highly recommend the game. I think it's fantastic. Even if you don't like Pokemon that much, I'm gonna say it's it's a really fun game. On that other, on the same note though, games like this, I I'm really over the like inventory system. The inventory system was just like fucking yeah. It's, it's like it's one of those things like okay, you have like you come across so much shit. Some of it you don't really want to part with because you don't even know how valuable it is. You don't know if you might need it later. And then like the wood, like you come across <laughs> yeah. enough wood, you come across enough wood, but not enough for it to be important. Like, well, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? What can I, oh, I make dolls with it? Fuck that. All right, whatever. I'm moving on to the next thing. And then the lady's like, 
Hello, young man. I know you just saved the world and caught three super rare dangerous Pokemon and a bunch of other shit, but go get me some fucking firewood. There's only like 12 logs in the whole country. <laughs> like, oh my fucking god. Yeah. Well, you know, because this is my problem with the inventory type stuff. I just feel like when these kind of games, if, if for like if you're going to have that weird crafting system and all that kind of stuff, just let me pick up anything and everything. Cause it's, it's almost one of those ones. Like it's, I, I hate kind of having to like nitpick all the time be like, okay, let me throw some of this out. Let me do this. Like, just let me just go at it. Just give me like a giant rucksack that I can just shove all this stuff in there. Cause really at the end of the day, like who cares? It's, you know, it's not resident evil where that's kind of part of the game's gimmick. Is it like, okay, you have eight slots and that's kind of for puzzle solving and like making sure that you don't just take everything you want with you. Like it, it has a little bit more of a reason. Like, I feel like in these kind of games, it's like, no, 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 just let me just load that bag and don't make me there's that, just that guy who's just making more money than anybody in this entire like world just by showing people how to like make an extra slot in their bag. Yeah, it's like how like all right. The first time I pay a hundred like fifty bucks or a hundred bucks for like a spare slot. Okay, whatever. After a while, I'm paying you more money that's in my actual bank account for a fucking slot. Are yeah. you shitting me? You just how about I just buy a new fucking bag by this point? And so I, I kind of like on that note. And this is not really a realistic, uh, realistic uh, gripe, but I really wish it, it, it maybe it could be like the teen one or something, but. I wish they would play make the Pokemon game where you're the bad guy, where you're like a Team Rocket type game or something like that. Not you're not playing as Jesse and James, but yeah. like a Team like like a, 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 a kind of anti-hero slash villain Pokemon game. And if you could make it teen, don't make it teen through like you know swearing and violence. Just make the character a little bit more questionable. You know, yeah, just because I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of people. I just wanted the fucking kick in the in the kneecap and then like chuck them off the side of a cliff in this game, like Volvo or or like when you face against him for the final time or that asshole who's like let me show you how to make a spare spot for oh fifteen hundred dollars well yeah because that guy like i I thought i'm like okay twenty thousand bucks is probably gonna be the end right no he still keeps going up it's like dude when does it end you know i just i mean at this point i just have money to blow that i don't know where else i'm gonna spend it at so i'm like whatever i'll go expand that bag just to see what see how far it gets you know if this is a playstation game you get like a trophy or an achievement at some point but (laughs) we're wasting (laughs) your money on it but just one of those ones it's just like dude it just goes forever it's not like it's like you think that like he would give you more slots for the more it goes up but it's just like i don't know it's just one of those ones like let me just stash as much crap as possible like just almost like in a sense minus out like the the chest we don't need the chest just have everything fit in my rucksack i mean it's just acorns and you know stardust and you know potions and things like that it's not like it's giant enormous objects or anything yeah, James, do you have any trouble with the item at some point? Because I, I myself just found myself just kind of like, I myself found myself, can't tell right <laughs> I um, myself <laughs> found myself in myself. Um, but was it myself? Was it I even? No, um, I at some point just kind of like, you know what, I don't give a shit about Stardust. There's some shit I just kind of started dropping off to the side. Like, this might be important later. I don't you know you drop off now. the Stardust? Yeah, there's just stuff you sell, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, it gives you good money, though. At some point, I'm like, Stardust or... Um, more, or more, more Spoiled like, Acorns. No, fuck that. Stardust <laughs> and Spoiled Acorns, fuck that. Yeah. Stardust can be used as an ingredient to make, um, to make an item which sells for um, multiple times more than the Stardust alone. 
Yeah, it's all those like little plate looking things you get when you're in like the vortex. You combine it with the stardust, and then you can get like the five thousand uh, dollar one, and so on. I mean, granted, gotcha. this game, I will say, you don't totally need that stuff as much because you just always kind of go catch more Pokemon, and that's how you make your money, and so on. I, I totally like if I, I totally like, I don't know, just, I just kind of <clears> weigh it in something to the effect of like. All right, am I going to use this? How likely am I use this? Am I going to actually craft this? How long? How long before I get the recipe to craft this? So, it's kind of like all right, like medicinal, like medicinal uh, <clears throat> um, leaks and uh, you know things to make potions. I always go for those because I always need those, like stuff to make ultra balls and whatever. I always keep, but you know, after a while, there's just some things like ah. How am I going to really need this leaf thing? How often do I make these leaf things, you know? Well, I just got to the point. What I just literally just start buying. Oh, what were you going to say? Yeah, you can just buy You can just buy the ingredients. <laughs> um, one yeah, of the frustrations well, that... I ran in. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say real quick that I just got to the point where I just started buying the balls and the potions. I was like, it's just easier this way. You know what? They don't really cost that much more anyways. It's just like one-stop shop, whatever. Potions, balls, you know, revives. That's all I need in life. I don't need anything else. (laughs) The frustration that I ran into in the open world would be tossing uh, the Pokemon at like a tree or, or, you know, a rock quarry. And then, of course, you know, you continue running. You know, you don't just stay there and wait for it. And... I have my Pokemon return to me and the screen doesn't change. And I'm like, wait, what <laughs> was that? An empty tree <laughs> only to realize, Oh, well you, you, you can't fit any more items in your rucksack. And it's like, Oh man. So, so yeah, that, that's, there. you know, frustrating. Oh, God, that, that would happen so much. You'd be like, no, 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 I, I, I want this. Like, I let me get here and fiddle through and find what I need to throw out and whatnot like that. And you of know. course, there's all these things that auto added just from defeating a whatever character. Like you got some spoiled air corns. Like oh good, thanks for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we also got these little sea pod things, which are uh, which apparently are useful. I didn't know that. Oh, that's that's what makes the 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 fog or whatever. But yeah, whatever. Um, let's just talk. Let's get this part of the way. Volvo. Oh, God. Uh, or Volo, oh, whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah, Volo. Yeah, Volvo. I, I was thinking like, uh, what's his name from Soul Calibur <laughs> or Voldo? <laughs> um, God, God, I, I really wish at some point these these games got to get some teeth to them. And like, can we just kill this guy? Because this guy obviously is the like his lineage grows up to become your rival in um in a diamond and pearl, and he sucks in that too. Can we just stop solve the problem right here and just push him off this cliff once we beat him? Exactly. Because this guy, the whole time, I'm like, <clears throat> one, who is this guy? He's here all the time. Whenever we're doing something, he just happens to show up, happens to have some, like, hey, guys, let's go do this. Be like, is this, is this, whose friend is this? I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess somebody here must know him. You know, he's, he's always like, just happens. Like, no. Yeah. It, it, what's he doing? Like, intercepting our, like, telegrams and whatnot? Like, how does he know where we are all the time? He's always, like, three steps ahead. I mean, by the end, when you get to the point, I, I'll be honest, until, like, near the end, I didn't piece together that he was the bad guy. Like, when he followed me around, when, when like, there's that part where it, ha- where it happens where, and I get it, it's a game mechanic, but, like, because they, they can't really just have, they want to animate him just tagging along for no reason. There's a part where you go to the lady in the black hat, and he's all like, hey, so we want to help. Like, well, I don't think you're worthy enough to help. He could obviously help, though. Like, yeah, he will totally help you, won't you? 
like you're not giving me a fucking option here to say no so I guess yes you know and then they're like alright well even though it was my idea to do all this I'm gonna bounce out later have fun guys bye like, fucking asshole you know just yeah. totally set me up to totally say we should totally do this actually you should do it I can't bye and then like once that happened I'm like I think he's gonna why would he be the one to kick this off unless shit goes down so of course he's the one to I guess who who expects first off both cases who expects the humble mochi potato mochi maker and who expects the guy selling you cheap shit for majority of the game you know I, I love how that um, yeah, that Benny there is like it was like a total total recall moment I was like screw you Benny like when he's trying to like fuck you over and whatnot that was like the first thing I thought I was just like oh fucking Benny I knew it fucking know Can't it trust the Benny yeah you know what I mean well, I knew when he you know like he lied about how many kids he had. <laughs> I, uh, but that whole part with him like I mean I, I didn't actually have any trouble like facing off against Benny and I didn't no. really have so much trouble face- I mean Volo was a, a challenge but it wasn't so much it was it was more that you got two more battles back to back after him that was yeah the thing with well because the, the Benny battle because that's you know that, that almost is like before that's like the before the credits one is you go to Benny and he's like right before you get to like the samurai dude and whatnot like that and it's almost like they're trying to stop you there and those battles aren't bad it's when you get to that post game and you go through and then it starts to almost become like a final fantasy like kind of like like almost like secret boss style where it's like not only do you have to battle the boss you know once of volvo and then it's like next thing you know there's another pokemon that comes out you you don't have any time to heal or anything like that and then that pokemon has a third form or a technically a second form or whatever so it's three battles in a row which is one of those things i've actually never seen in a pokemon game before to have that i was like oh whoa what the fuck like you know like this is this is uh getting serious right here and so on well what pissed me off about a lot of these games and i understand you the the way they view it I think the, the way the part of them are viewing it is like there's always going to be a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old who wants to play these games. At the same time, like, no, a bunch of guys in their 30s want to play it too. So <laughs> I'm thinking, like, when I'm tired of kind of like you beat the bad guy and the bad guy's, hmm, maybe I need to rethink my ways and just walks away. Like, no, fuck you. You need to die or go to jail. That's what needs to happen. You just called Pokey Satan and tried to kill me. You think we're ever going to be cool with that? No. No. <laughs> yeah, it's just like one of those ones, like, like no, no slap on the wrist. Because that, that's the total guy, though, who has, like, a plan to get out of it, almost. Like, that, that guy's so mischievous. He's almost like, he feels like he's almost straight out like a Legend of Zelda character, like something you really just can't trust. You know he's just going to screw you over. And... It, it, should, it literally should be the point where, like, your character just, like, you finish that battle and just, like, you just, like, Leonidas big boot him off the edge there. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I had I wanted to do that so badly. I wish there was a quick time event where you just push A and X. Like, just to, like, kneecap him and then, like, upper, kneecap him, then uppercut him right off the, right off the cliff. You know, just a full-on hot oak, like a, like, Shoryuken! You know? Like there, there was right none of this in, in the rest of the I game, wish. but the game's all like, hey, by the way, grab your Joy-Cons right now. Why? Oh, you'll see why. You're gonna need them. You're gonna want this. <laughs> you're, you're gonna get the real motions in here. <laughs> or, by that point, just like you defeated all his Pokemon, like, hey, um, Snorlax, sit on him, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just sit on him. You know what? Stay here for a while. You know, I want him to suffer. It's cold out. Still, so, like, you'll be fine. You need a nap anyways. <laughs> well, it, it, it clearly shows, well, like, 
because um, James, did you ever play um, Pearl or Diamond? No, and I, I kind of wish that I, I had because I, I know that there was a ton of Easter eggs and references, locations, characters, and a whole lot of just you know secret things that connect that, that connect the two games together. Now I didn't look up anything on this character. I'm just going solely off his hair that he is the um, ancestor to the rival from from uh, Pearl and Diamond. Just just going off that. Hey, that makes um, sense to me. And the, the, even the um, he, apparently the uh, the uh, um, samurai guy is the Professor Oak is is the ancestor to the Professor Oak figure in um, Diamond and Pearl. Which is, which I think it's kind of an interesting character development. Like the idea of like, we work with these Pokemans, we don't trust the Pokemans. You hear me? And then like, you know, however many generations later, it's just like, oh, my great great grandpa just didn't get it. He he didn't, you know, just like, oh, that boy's too soft on him, you know. So I, I feel like it's kind of interesting the idea that the guy who essentially didn't trust them but just kind of worked with them just for the sake of working with them and trying to be, you know, just try and move forward with society in that aspect his ancestor is like a full-on professor about it so i thought that was kind of interesting but the other idea that because i i don't know about i i didn't play ruby spencer so maybe you can tell me but Mm -hmm. pearl and um pearl and diamond they kind of go out of their way to make uh the 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 rival character like he could still do more damage than the average person but he's still kind of a fuck up because he's in such a rush and he's always on his way out the door and he wasn't like a total like dick like Gary but he was a little bit of that kind of like hey man sorry you're too slow I gotta keep going just runs off and then you don't even fight him after you beat the Elite Four you, you defeat him before the Elite Four because he wasn't worthy enough for him yeah, because like, he, he couldn't beat the Elite Four. He tried. Well, it, that, that character, I feel, in Diamond Pearl is supposed to be showing that, like, hey, kids, like, you know what? If you try to rush ahead on things, you know what? You're, you're, you're going to end up not... Yeah, you might get somewhere at first, but you're going to get fucked over in the long run. Like, I felt like that was what the moral of the story was there. There was, like, a G.I. Joe lesson about that character. <laughs> Roadblock comes out and says, and learning is half the battle. By the way, change your stupid fucking hair. G.I. Joe! G.I. Joe! <laughs> but like the the other part of that though is like just thinking about that like his great 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 grandfather or whatever summoned Satan yeah and to bring out Arceus or whatever and then out of that he's like oh I lost and ever since then it's been downhill like what's he have to show like generations later like I, I'm gonna be a Pokemon master oh I wasn't good enough I just I tried to cheat and rush ahead but it just didn't pan out like yeah fuck you your whole, <laughs> your whole lineage is a bunch of fucking failures exactly I guess the the, uh, the professor in uh, this time period he's he's like well I wish I had a lineage but you know no lady liked my funny looking beanie <laughs> he went on to <laughs> His lineage is like if you if you jump to the modern day of Pokemon, it's just like oh yeah, he opened a dispensary and like a and a ska band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, one one of those ones. But um, <laughs> their logo is a slowpoke and a Snorlax. Yeah, together and what have you. For for a, for a dispensary, I feel like those are the perfect. Like I, I remember when like they're, I can't I can't take credit for that joke, but they're like on those on paint of black. They um. When Pokemon Go first came out, like I, I think like certain po- they're saying, I think certain Pokemon are at certain kind of locations. So like, so if you go to like a weed dispensary, you're gonna catch a Snorlax or a Slowbro. But yeah, I think something kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly one of those ones. You know, speaking of like, Stoner when you Todd wants to battle. 
when you uh, mentioned Pokemon Let's Go, I, I will have to say I'm kind of surprised that like. I just kind of thought of it now. I don't know why it didn't come up to me in the last 35 hours of playing this game, but, like, I'm surprised this game doesn't have some form of, like, a motion controls kind of option. And I know that Nintendo's kind of, like, given up on that, which is kind of a bummer, because I always like the motion controls when Nintendo does it. But this game feels like you almost could have had, like, just that little extra. I mean, you're already doing, like, the you're throwing the balls and everything like that. You could have almost kept a little bit of that, like, throwing the ball motion and things like that in there. You know, like that, I always call it the light motion control. It's not like the entire thing's controlled by that, but just, just that little bit of extra touch, I feel. And, like, a feature that you don't have to have on if you don't want it, but, like, just there, just, why not? We have Joy-Cons. It's probably because no, of the, the the DS or not the DS, but the street uh, the Switch Lite is probably the main reason why it doesn't have it. But that's why I feel like it could be an option. Mm. I, I yeah, I mean, I, I heard there was some kind of like motion control for this. There's no, not none. I don't think so. I mean, I, I didn't think about it. Like, I, I guess I never pulled out my Joy-Con separately to try it out. So don't take my word for it exactly that it's not there. But I never saw anything in the options menu, and I always look at the <laughs> options menu anyways on a game beforehand to make sure it's all dialed in. So. It just feels like this game feels like one of those ones that would be a perfect like one to have it. Like as you said, if you didn't if you didn't want to use it, that's okay. It's not like a game that has to use it or whatnot. But uh, I think it would have made it kind of kind of cool. You know what I mean? What do you think, James? I, actually... uh, I have the opposite. I have the opposite approach. I would I would honestly be playing more of the Let's Go series if it allowed pro controller support. That's really? Because, uh, right? Yeah. Oh, the Joy-Cons, I mean, I have Joy-Con Drift on my Joy-Con, so I don't know. Maybe that's that's it, too, but well, I mean, um, I, I, I like I, the standard control. Yeah, well, I mean, don't be wrong. I, I love the Pro Controller, and that's what I played this entire game on, and so on. That controller is pure amazing, and so on. And I do, I mean, the Joy-Cons, the only downfall to them is I wish they just made them, like, thicker, in a sense. And there's not really a grip that's out there for them, which is kind of bizarre. You think you would just be able to somebody would have made a grip by this point like the closest thing i could ever find is like there's a battery pack thing that kind of people buy because it's close enough but um because that's like what made the wii controller so nice is that like it fit in your hand so good it was like so comfortable to hold and the only thing about the joy cons there is that weird thing that they are just a little bit on the thin side it's kind of like when playing um uh skyward sword like when i when i play it on like the switch version it's just it doesn't have that same comfortable feeling that it really had like on uh you know wii because on wii the game's pure amazing on and on switches it's not bad but it's just you you are holding two little discs and not holding two full built like adult controllers yeah um i guess i i feel like the 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 motion controller for like let's go like that particular scheme Mm-hmm. As far as that goes, I mean, I, I guess I, 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 real talk, I really kind of go out of my way. If I if I have an option not to do motion controls, I usually go with that. I'm gonna say let's go. Majority of the time was one of the few exceptions where I felt like that worked in its favor, just because it became way easier to catch him. Now, if you're going against like a legendary or something like that, they go, okay, let me just swing my hand for like the next five minutes until I just catch this fucking thing. But majority of the time, it was just a lot easier just to catch him and move on. And I kind of prefer that, in all honesty, compared to most of the games. Because I feel like the thing... I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, we, grew, we all grew up playing Red and Blue and Gold and Silver. So there is that thing where this is kind of what you know. But I just kind of liked how quick it was. And let's go. Just to bump into something. You see it. Like, oh, I want that one. Yep. Run up to it. Flick your wrist. Maybe might take more than one try. And then bounce out. You know? Mm-hmm. 
I, I love that so much. Well, I'm very pro like motion controls, like because when motion controls are done right, I feel like it makes the game experience just that much more better. And it's like some of the recent ones, it's like the Mario Golf one that came out. Like that one's super dialed in. I like that one a lot. You know, I mean, Skyward Sword still even on the Switch. Other than the fact that I just wish I had a fatter control, I need, I need like the Duke controller of like X or of like Switch. Um, Joy Cons, like that's that's what they need, just big fat one like that, you know, for the single ones. But uh, but uh, yeah, this this game right here, I, I almost feel like I, I just want to check once we're done with the podcast just to see. But I just I I never saw anything in the options that didn't bring anything up. Mostly Nintendo always kind of like somewhat like says like, hey, here's some motion controls if you want to try them out. But they like totally just like put it under the rug and just been like, you know what? No, let's just keep it easy. People always seem to bitch about if we put motion controls in there, there's some fucking nerd out there that's got to tell us, like, what we did wrong and how we all need to die, and that's always <laughs> the downfall of the motion controls. Is like, they, there's somebody out there who has to ruin it for, like, the people who actually like them. Uh, let me actually ask you guys, this isn't about motion controls, but it is about um, the game and other aspects. Um, did you guys feel like, I mean, I know that the um, the time vortexes, that's where weird, odd-in characters might pop in. But after you guys beat the game, did you feel like certain characters pop up in the Wildlands like you didn't see before? Or do you think that's... Because I want to put it past the game, like, oh, this character only spawns at this area at this time of day. I want to put it past that. But mm-hmm. did you guys have any of that by chance? <clears throat> I'll let James go. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't played enough of the post-game to, to um, witness your, your particular scenario, so I can't, I can't say either way. I, well, I felt like I did. I saw other things, but then I also kind of wonder if it's just. I think there's certain Pokemon that like they have like this. You know, let's say like 15% chance of spawning in this location, and maybe just the first three times you ran past it, you never saw it. But on this like fourth or fifth time you came on by, then it appeared there. So, but but I don't know. It could also be. Hey, actually, you know, past this. You know, um, I mean, time frame, I know that that also changes it, too. But it also could be post-game. Maybe they do drop a couple little extra ones in there. Because it's one of those ones I, I never looked it up because I never looked up anything in this game. I wanted it just to be such a fresh, like, experience of me just figuring things out. But I was starting to wonder, I'm like, I wonder how many Pokemon in total are in this game. Because I've caught, like, 200 and something Pokemon. And it's like, I know I'm not even close. I have, like, 150. 60 something right now um i'll I'll say this after um post games here's the thing the the first um the place i'd probably go to the most even though i was complaining that i was there too long was probably the 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 fields the the open area the the first area you go to Mm -hmm. the fields and all that i went there the, the most um probably because if i knew i had to stock up on some like supplies I knew that was the best place to go because other places, medicinal links and other things might be a little bit more sparse, but there, they're everywhere. So I would find myself going there a lot just to, to like build up my inventory on like berries and, and all that. Now, when I was doing that, preparing for like one of the final boss, for like one of the post game bosses, I came across a Munchlax. And by this point, I thought I saw every single character that was out there in that field. But like, oh, where the fuck did this? Was this always here, or was he only in this spot? You know what I mean? So I'm kind of wondering if like certain characters spawn once you beat the game. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question right there. But I think it also is. There's just certain Pokemon that just have a real rarity to appear. So it kind of gives you that 
feeling of it, like no matter how many times you go walking out in this field, you're going to still run into something kind of new. I mean, at some point, I guess you won't, but it, it, it does. It's that's what I mean. It's like it's like as I said, we've we've gone so many hours in this game. We finished all the story and so on. And mo- there's a lot of games where you're like, kind of like, yep, okay, and I'm done. That was a great experience. Blah blah blah. Let's go on to the next thing. Where this one still does give me that feeling, like I still have that hankering of like, oh, let's go out and just catch some Pokemon. You know, it's like, you know, why not? And it almost reminds me of one of these ones. This is like one of the few Pokemon games I feel that you could literally, like, almost like six months from now, you could almost pick this game up and then just go walking out into the wildlands for like two hours and just see what you find. You know what I mean? It's not like it's going to be like, okay, I'm going to jump back in here. I don't remember how the controls go or anything like that. Like, no, no, no. You'll be able to jump back in. It'll be kind of easy. And you could kind of almost just keep continuing. It's not like you're going to be lost. Like, I don't know where to go next or anything like that. You could just go explore and just like almost have it be like that kind of game in itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's also (laughs) like, I plan on playing this game a little bit longer. Like here, I, I I'd like to capture every character I can find, but I don't think I'm gonna. Because even when, that happens with every every game. The, the beginning of this game, if I saw a new character, I tried to capture it with with a reason. As long as it wasn't like some forty five level thing, and I'm like twelve, mm-hmm. you know. But and then at some point, like I found myself being like, you know what? Um, I want this. I, I got. I'm just gonna capture this guy just for because I need him for the mission, or I'm gonna capture this guy just for the because I like him, or I'm gonna capture him because I need to level up. But there's some characters like fuck that, don't care, don't need it, don't <laughs> want it, you know. And then later I'm like, well, now that I'm done with all this stuff, let me go back and capture that thing I didn't want or need, but for the Pokedex, you know. Yeah. Now, James, what do you think about all that kind of like continuing on in this? I think a quality of life improvement would have been having a mini map on the on the HUD. Without having to, you know, open up your satchel or your phone. Yeah. I mean, you, you could, I mean, I, I felt like, it sounds weird, but like, I mean, like a lot of times I, I, I never felt like I was necessarily looking tons at it. I mean, I'd go to the, the big map if I needed to see <clears throat> how far something was or where I was at, or if I need to make like little marks on things, I'd use that feature. But... I mean, like, because a lot of times once I'm kind of out there, I almost sort of get, in a sense, sort of lost, where I'm just kind of like, I'm just going to walk down this path and see where this goes and go from here and so on like that. Yeah. No, I... I, Oh, go ahead. Sorry, James. I I do like how the map was uh, segmented into quadrants, you know, sections. And Mm -hmm. if you hadn't hadn't explored that section yet, it would be kind of grayed out. So visually, you could see where you've been. And where you, you know, where you should be heading towards, you know, in order to discover something new. Yeah, I, I like that too because I just kind of made it easy to know if like you've been somewhere or not, you know. I didn't even notice that till you pointed it out, but probably help make sense for it. Yeah. Um, actually, oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, because it'd, it'd be like <clears throat> clouds over it or something, right? Till yeah, but it, it had it. like almost like a kind of like a grid system of like sections in like each little, you know, map and whatnot, and then you kind of would see it kind of, like, open up the farther and farther you got. I think the clouds clouds was only over, like, the main map when, like, you're, like, fast traveling. Now, now when they come out with DLC for this, do you think it's just going to be, like, okay, here's a new map with new Pokemon, or do you think it's just going to be new Pokemon out in the wild with some new missions? I honestly think it's going to be a new map, and the only reason I say it is because the final mission of this game is all revolving around you catching all the Pokemon in here. So I feel because you don't want to break that, how that's set up, it's got to be a new map. That's a good point. That's a pretty good point. And I wonder, 
do you think the new the new one's gonna have like Gen One starters or other starters to capture? Because this one just has the miscellaneous starters from all over the world, as well as the Hisunu region starters. You know, I I could see it having the some of the that kind of stuff in it, and like the DLC type stuff. Yeah, like I'm wondering how mad will, will like new fans be? Like, great fucking Gen One Bulbasaur and squirtle again you know yeah well and it's like one of those ones i think there is something to be said by not having them in this pokemon game and not technically having them in diamond and pearl i don't even think they're in that one either it's because it's sort of like if you kind of go a couple games without having them in there when you bring them back they'll feel special again yeah yeah well that, that was even like a thing when like you you after beating like sword and shield you got like the um, Charizard. You got you got the Charmander at the end, and it's like a post game thing. Like, okay, well, re- really, am I going to use this thing for? By this point, you know, all my guys are level eighty. This thing's a level five. What the fuck am I really going to do? Yeah, I can. He'll be he'll grow up a bunch of levels at once. But what? He'll be thirty five among a bunch of guys that are in their eighties. Well, what's he really going to do? You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, the DLCs, I guess you could utilize well, them there. I, even then, though, even then, I still felt like... Well, it was cool, because even then, like, it was just like, hey, you, you paid you paid 20 bucks for DLC, you want a Squirtle or Bulbasaur? Take your pick, you know, at some point. <laughs> yeah, one of those kind of things. <laughs> I will say, though, it's funny how in this game, though, nobody, the whole time, okay, you save the world, you clear the sky, you seal the vortex, you kick Volo in his nutsack, yeah, you know, in your mind you do, but you do all this stuff, you, they throw a big old fat party, you know, Nintendo doesn't let you take a picture of that party, all that kind of stuff. And then nobody, nobody asks you, like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, how are you going to get home? Or do you even care to get home? Nobody even cares. <laughs> they just they say, like, oh, we'll, we'll put a cot outside for you, and you, you can live here for the rest of your life. You can marry Ray. I'm like, I don't want to fucking marry Ray. He's like, well, I, I can marry. Like, no, 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 no. I didn't travel through dimensions. Like, I didn't think I was ever going to get a girlfriend, but maybe one that fell through time and space. <laughs> but it's just like I keep waiting it's my for only like chance. My grandma told me about this. Nobody's addressed. No, nobody has. Not a single person has brought up. Like, oh, by the way, uh, how are we gonna get you home? No one has brought that up. I, I, yeah. I, I guess it's just kind of. Well, it looks like you live here now, so you know. <laughs> All I picture is the samurai guys help. just going like, "You're too useful not to stay here." <laughs> can't help but wonder like yeah if we're ever going to discover what his life was like before he came yeah that's what i mean it doesn't answer anything because i thought there would be like you would almost like who knows maybe once you get arceus and you got to capture every other pokemon to get there so who knows that could be an extra 10 plus hours more of gameplay if not even longer you know maybe that finally <laughs> answers it but i'm almost gonna say i bet you it doesn't no, nobody in this village they don't they don't care it's the 1800s it, 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 they probably just think you got drunk one night and fucking, like, you know, stumbled across, like, the ocean from, like, Kanto. <laughs> oh, you fell from the sky. Right. Okay. Well, while you fell from the sky, my grandma got eaten alive by a bunch of Bidoofs. Like, holy shit. Yeah, they get fucking rabid when they're hungry. So, uh, yeah, we'll worry about that later. Like, okay, fuck. Yeah, fuck you, Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't help but wonder what what like the the timeline of events you know with the creation of the world mm-hmm. and then this game because it's it's really hard to believe like really like all that time has passed by you know you've as the human as a human race or whatever you know they are 
you know, they, they're not like cavemen. Like they do have a society, they have technology, they have a lot. So, you know, hundreds, thousands of years has, has to have, you know, progressed since the dawn of, you know, poke time. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and yet like, you know, Pokemon are still such a mystery to them. It's yeah. really hard to believe. Yeah, well, it, I, I feel... Oh, go ahead, Spencer. Oh, I was just going to say this really quick. I, I guess it's sort of like... Because, you know, it literally... Because I always picture this game kind of, give or take, like, late 1800s. Like, in a sense, I, I feel like it's the, the exact same year as, like, Red Dead Redemption 2. But we're just in, <laughs> in Japan instead. And, you know, if you think about it, like, in the 1800s, that's, like, when that big, like, expedition kind of, like, started happening. Where people started going out and really studying animals at that point. Like, it felt like... It, there obviously was somebody who always did it. But it wasn't really, like... Charles Darwin of the Pokemon yeah, world. That, that's what somewhere. I mean. Is that, so maybe that's what this is supposed to be. Is this is like the time when people start to, okay, I guess we don't just hunt them and eat them and you know let the, you know whatnot or I don't know. I always kind of wonder in Pokemon like what do do they eat Pokemon? Like that's always an interesting one. Is that what Benny's fucking cooking up there in the back there? You know everybody keeps ordering fucking potato mochi, but you know Benny's just really like I just want to I just want to serve like a you know a Charmander steak. That's all. <laughs> well, at the same so time, cute it's and also... cuddly. I love cutting it open. <laughs> And playing with its insides, like, oh, shit, things went silence the lambs real fucking quick. Um, no, I, I feel like, um, I, I, I honestly, this is just me kind of, like, make, like making up a, making it up in my head, but I almost feel like, in the future at least, they've probably made some kind of synthetic protein or something kind of like that. That's my guess. I mean, because I, I just have a hard believe in, like, okay, see that? That's a Tauros. It's your friend. Or a steak. You know, like, I have trouble, like, thinking, like, I, I don't know, like, because how much the whole world loves Pokemon, because here's the thing, even, like, I mean, these games, I mean, I love these games, they don't have the best dialogue, though, because everything, everything you walked up, like, gee, isn't amazing, I just want to meet all the Pokemon in the world, except this one, I'm going to fucking eat this one, but oh, oh boy, all the other ones, I can't wait to meet and play with, yeah, okay, whatever, dude, so I, I, I feel like that it's, I feel like this weird thing, they've kind of wrote themselves into a corner, so I think they're just leaving it ambiguous for people to fill out themselves. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I do think, think the, real, the real issue... Was that uh -huh. when, when Pokemon started, you know, the inspiration for Pokemon was bug collecting, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's that. So Pokemon were really just, yeah, pocket monsters. But as, as the generations and as the anime and the fandom, you know, came along, we've given Pokemon more and more sentience. And now to the point where not only are they our equals, they are our superiors. We have Pokemon who are deities. So... Where does that position in the hierarchy, you know, a person in the realm of, you know, the animal kingdom, the Pokemon kingdom, you know, we're, we're not the top of the food chain. And so that really uh, uh, introduces a lot of, you know, philosophical and morality questions regarding our treatment of, of Pokemon and, and how we view them. Because like I said, they started out as nothing more than insects collecting bugs. <laughs> now, now we're, we're we're bowing down to them in reverence. <laughs> they're giving us they're giving they're giving us god phones. And like the, the other thing is like I'm kind of wondering because I feel like when Pokemon first came out, like I didn't think they were. They, first off, I'm not sure if they knew it was going to last this long. Secondly, I'm not sure if they were putting that much thought into like their origin because going off what the first season of the show is, as well as um, the game, the the first game, generation of the games. I feel like there's this sense of like uh, 
they just kind of been here for the last couple years, or they, maybe they've been around. Maybe they've been in. Maybe they've been. A, maybe there's ancient ones, but they've been hidden. Like I kind of got the sense of like the world was filled with other animals and Pokemon. And Jane and Spencer, when we covered the um, the manga, the anime, the, the 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 manga that was more accurate to the games. There's that part when he's in the safari zone. And um, there's a bunch. He gets caught by a vile plume. Not not vile plume. A um, um, uh, victory the victory bell. bell. Yeah. Yeah, and you see, and he sees like a bunch of birds strung up and caught, like not Pokemon, but regular birds strung up and caught by the victory bell. So I, I feel like there's this thing of like originally it was kind of like there was animals and Pokemon, but in time. Pokemon are the animals of this world. I, I feel like they just almost kind of sweep that shit under the rug, you know? Yeah, because I, I think there's a, there's a handful of things going on. Like, one, it's like, it's a video game, and it's like, it's designed around more like fun gameplay kind of mechanics. You're not supposed to question certain things too much, you know? I mean, you can't help it as, like, time goes on, you just start to kind of wonder, you know? But realistically, it's like one of those ones, like, I think that's kind of, a, like, kind of it. And I think it was, yeah, when there was only 150 Pokemon... They sort of felt like, well, uh, I felt like we got to throw this kind of in here and that. And that's where those kind of characters kind of appeared, like in those early days when, you know, everybody was kind of like filling in the blanks when they were putting together their material. And by now, since we have almost like 900 Pokemon, now you can almost kind of go, "Ah, I guess that is all the animals of the world is Pokemon. I actually have a James. I'm not sure if you remember this, but um, I got to give kind of clarification on the show. James, we have the archetype of what we call a jerk off Johnny. And a jerk-off Johnny is, and you'll know exactly who I'm talking about as soon as I say this, he is the, he's the kid who tells you, oh, in the anime, this happens, and it's way more violent, and it's way, like, basically a Saturday morning cartoon in Japan is the movie Hostel, you know? <laughs> so, that that's kind of, so that's the jerk-off Johnny archetype. James mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. both, James and I both knew a guy <laughs> that was essentially our jerk-off Johnny character, and mm-hmm. he told us he clearly was bullshitting us, but he told us there is some big episode arc that is only in Japan has yet to come to America, where um, essentially there is like eight Pokemon were aliens and their body, like all the aliens of all the all the animals of our world were swapped out with Pokemon because of a passing comet or some shit. Which I mean, that's a believable enough like. That's a believable enough like thing for this world and that game and that franchise, but nothing other. I, I think we would have heard about that by now if that was the case, you know. Yeah, I mean, like that's one of those ones. Like he, he probably stayed up late one night and like you know it's a decent fan fiction and like it's like one of those ones. If that was even like the real thing, like I kind of feel like you could kind of see that where like almost like maybe these Pokemon appear. I mean, I guess chronologically, as far as any of these games go, the, like the oldest one I can think of is that there's that Pokemon tactics game that's on DS where it's like old samurai times and they literally are, you know, battling Pokemon then. So it's like, of course they figured out how to like harness them, you know, in ancient days. Now samurai times always feels like that means that could be 300 years ago or it could be, you know, like, a thousand years ago because you know there's just samurai times last for so long but um i guess that kind of is almost like the start of people kind of controlling them but maybe at that point it's like it's a government thing to have a pokemon <laughs> you, you need a you need a license for this shit uncle sam <laughs> needs to give the a-okay yeah exactly um, well at, at the same time the, the same guy he's the guy who told us that um 
Pokemon ended. Like, oh yeah, it just ended a little bit ago. Like, oh, how did it end? Well, you see, like, Ash and Misty, by this point, they were adults, and they had a kid, and Ash and Misty loved the kid, and Pikachu was jealous, and then he gave in to some dark temptations, became Devichu, and became, like, a satanic evil Pikachu. Like, this is some total creepy pasta bullshit. And, like, <laughs> Pikachu just basically went on the warpath and, like, destroyed, like, the whole char- like majority of the characters, and even destroyed, like, Brock and, like, all the other gym leaders. The only one left is Misty, and even accidentally killed Ash, but in that moment, Pikachu couldn't bring himself to kill Misty and the kids, so he then, like, you know, does something to reverse everything, bring back back to normal, but at the cost, he has to turn back to an egg, and he just stays an egg, and that's how Pokemon fucking ends. Like, wow, so, how how's UPN gonna air that episode? <laughs> I, I really want to ask this. Okay, do you think that he's either just talking out of his ass, or was he staying up all night thinking of like, okay, what's the questions that James and Ryan's gonna ask me tomorrow, and I'll have an answer to go for all of them? <laughs> half and half. <laughs> you know, there, there actually is some uh, credence to the devil Pikachu. A fraction. There's like a, there's like a, there's a sliver, a sliver of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, n- not not the story, but but the fact that there was a, a proposed you know Pikachu evolution, and it did kind of look like it had devil horns, and it was red in tint. Uh, there's there's you know a nugget of truth in, in there. And there is going to be like, and apparently the, the not the creator of po- of Pokemon, not the create, not the guy who ran the show, but the creator of Pokemon, pitched an idea that there's a Pokemon revolution led by Pikachu and uses Meowth as his mouthpiece, basically. But then like the show's like, we're not fucking doing that. And at the end, it would have been, it would have ended with like, oh, we're all friends again, of course. But you know, yeah. it's just, it's one of those things though. It's just kind of funny, just like, oh, this is pre creepy pasta, and he's already coming up with this bullshit. But you know, he was the cool fifteen year old, and we were like, what, twelve? So you know. I also did read somewhere. Um, I don't know if it's the same guy, the creator of Pokemon, or not. But I think he passed away. Did didn't he? The guy who created Pokemon. Yeah. I don't think the guy who created Pokemon passed away, but one of the main one of the like the the main producers and businessmen of the original game passed. Okay, yeah. He he had a blog and and I I read reports of his blog and in in his mind in his head canon he imagined the end of I think at the end of the I don't know the anime or the game, but he said that he he thought that that the a good ending for the game would have been revealed that Ash was um actually like an 80 90 year old man in uh, in in an old home telling this story <laughs> basically uh, of of this is what he uh of like a, a life of what he would have liked to have lived or like just using his imagination like that's just how he imagined his childhood basically fabricating the whole thing that pokemon was a fabrication of this, you know, demented 80 you know 90 year old man you <laughs> would, know would have been like the shutter <laughs> island of pokemon <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, well, time for your medicine, old man. Just the needle goes to the side of his neck. Credits. <laughs> Pokemon! Sitting next to him is Gary. He's a fuck you. <laughs> no, fuck you. Still has that stupid emo cut hanging over half his face. <laughs> What's in that bottle? It's euthanasia! Turn her now! <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's fun just how they're all that kind of stuff is, and just 
how Pokemon just spawns all these different things. And I think that's how so many things are. It's like when you're creating a game, you're, you're creating a game at the at, at the beginning. You know what I mean? And then the story's there just to sort of give you a reason why you go from point A to point B. But then as time goes on, it's like then you got to start filling in the blanks in between and whatnot. But, you know, I still just like the way this kind of goes. I still, at the end of the day, it's still bizarre that nobody seems to care that, uh, we don't ever get home. It's weird that my character doesn't even care that doesn't even get, maybe the home life wasn't that great. I don't know. Like, he's you know, it's funny too, because he, he, he doesn't have amnesia. Like, I, I, you know, people ask him like, Hey, you know, do you remember what it was like? Or did this happen? Did Pokemon and humans live together? And you could answer, Oh yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. So well, that's he amazing. clearly, yeah, they, they, he totally yeah, he knows, knows already about <laughs> it. Well, it's also I'm, I'm wondering if it's something to the effect of like um, there, there's something these Pokemon games have been doing recently, and the main characters like everybody around you has a story, but you just stand, stand there and like the, the smile and nod. Like, what do you think? Like, yeah, I agree. Cool. All right, moving on. You know. So I wonder. And plus, you're probably too useful to let go. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, we've all been here for how many years? We've all each caught maybe three or four at most. This guy went out and caught two hundred in one day. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, I think that's it. You're, you're too you're too important to let go. Like that's why everyone's like, just don't bring it up. Just nobody bring it up. Don't don't even ask. She'll just forget as time goes on. You know what just I mean? And then she'll just become mochi. one of us. Yeah, the potato mochi will make her forget more. You know? Because <laughs> it is just yeah, it's just that weird thing. I mean, like granted, like I do like that. Like in Pokemon games, like they've always been kind of good about that. And a lot of times, Nintendo is mostly good about that. You know that your character just doesn't really have to like have too much of a personality because sometimes that bothers me in certain games when they try to give the main character a big personality because then it's like especially when they're games where you're kind of supposed to be doing what you would be doing and the character has this kind of like things like that character's not talking how i feel like i created this character in a sense like i felt like i should dictate how its life goes now you know what i mean <laughs> well it's also one of those things like i don't mind a game where I don't, I don't mind a game with like it's a little bit more narrative bare bones like Pokemon. For Pokemon, I think that's fine. Yeah. It's just when you start trying to make a character arc of a character, I don't give a fuck about. Like almost when you think back on Sword and Shield, Hop is almost the main character of that game. When you think about it, yeah. And it's like oh, that's too bad because that character fucking sucks. So it, it's one of those things. Like I just wish. So I understand you got to like fill in personality for the lack thereof of your character. But at the same time, there's some story arcs. I don't give a shit about, you know? So, a.k.a. Hop, you know? Oh, yeah, well, Hop's the... the that, that's the that's the worst uh, Pokemon rival of all Pokemon rivals out there. <laughs> yeah. Here, uh, project with me here. Let's uh-huh. say this game, this game just knocks it out of the water, you know, which it has been. And they decide, all right, this little experiment of ours has paid off. It's working. It's resonating with the fans. Let's... Let's do this again. Let's, you know, either replace this as our primary Pokemon formula mm-hmm. or let's just make a, se- a sequel, maybe a spiritual. So it doesn't have to be a chronological sequel. How um, how can you imagine uh, justifying the mechanic of filling up your Pokedex again without, you know, recycling the, well, you know, you find a new island, a new tribe of people, and these guys are just as ignorant as the first batch. Maybe it could be more of like maybe you could jump ten years in the future, and they're, they're not as ignorant, but they're more of like, well, we're we're competing, we're trying to do our own Pokedex, or there could be some other kind of reason to be collecting them that go up against like 
some kind of like Team Rockets forming or Team Plasma, something kind of like that, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like the way that I kind of see this style working is, and I, I feel like some people might see this as kind of a tough one, but I feel like you could literally use this as this is almost like, in a sense, I feel like the equivalent of sort of like, I guess you'd say like a Resident Evil 4, where this could be, in a sense, the new style that the games just kind of play in, you know, because it's still close enough, but, you know, it, it does kind of give it just that new, fresh, you know, life into it and what have you. And I almost feel like you could literally just do, like, in a sense, the next mainline Pokemon game that just takes place in normal, you know, time if you want. I mean, I mean it'd be cool to have more ancient time Pokemon or old, olden days Pokemon. I'm fine with that. But this literally could be whatever the next Pokemon game is to follow, in a sense, I guess you would say Sword and Shield, just to play in this kind of mechanics the way that it plays right here. And then, I mean, they already sort of have the battle system in here. It's just you don't see it that often, but it, it is here. But I feel like you could have, once again, you go up and you battle trainers, you go against gyms and so on like that, but then you also combine it with there is a lot of Pokemon catching, and you got that in between, and you could really make a big, epic kind of filled Pokemon game of both the catching aspect combined with like you know the kind of classic gym and trainers and so on like that, and utilize this as... It sense like the the way to go forward. I think I, I think this is more than I know. It is like an experiment game and sort of I, I guess you would say maybe a spinoff. I don't really know if I'd consider it a spinoff, but I would say it's definitely the experiment style. But I really do think that this is one of those ones. Like I think this is like the ultimate way to continue forward. Like this is like the next evolution. You would say of the Pokemon mechanics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like it's kind of half and half. Um, not to be the guy who's always in the middle road, but I feel like it's something to the effect of like, I think there are elements you should take, you could take from this definitely, and incorporate that into future like mainstream Pokemon, like main main title Pokemon games. I would still consider this a spinoff, but a spinoff tr- like treated like a mainstay, like main release. Um, I I feel like the only thing that I would say keeping it from being like a mainstay Pokemon game is even though at its core it still has the battle mechanics the battle mechanics are kind of different the way that's structured the way it goes I mean it's still turn based it's still type you know type advantage and all that kind of thing but just the order the agile style the strong style combined with how like the order like if, if your character if if you throw a character out you kill a character you don't have that opportunity to like so and so is about to throw out this character do you want to switch him out and then the character throws out, your guy gets knocked off the table real quick. I think in a mainstay Pokemon game, that would get a little irritating, but in this, since it's something different, I'm a little bit more willing to, like, fly and kind of coast with it. I think there are things in this that should definitely be applied to future games. And I think that one of the ways we get to this game is by their experimentation in Sword and Shield. So I feel like what they're going to do, there are aspects of this they're going to take for the next Pokemon game, but I don't think it's going to be totally the mainstay. Maybe it'll be something to the effect of like, I I don't mind the sneaking mechanic and trying to capture them, and I don't even mind the the dying in the game and being transported back to the village or whatever. But I I just think they should change the the battle mechanics. 
that, oh, well, that yeah. go back to traditional Pokemon in that well, aspect, if it is a mainstay Pokemon game. Well, and I'm not saying that it's going to be 100% like like this, you know, like we're not changing this formula mm-hmm. whatsoever. I think what they would do is combine the two together between Sword and Shield and this, because that's, mm-hmm. that's the one thing is the battle mechanics, as I said, they're there in place, but they do kind of need to be just, you know, almost, because in a sense they're sort of simplified, they give it that 1800s kind of feel, but I think you you would kind of dial the the battle system in, of course, more in the, you know, in the next one if you're going to carry it on that way. I do think it is kind of interesting that they do kind of have certain w- ways that the battle system goes in this one, where sometimes the Pokemon are like when you're doing a battle, like the person who throws a new Pokemon out actually gets to go first instead of like how old Pokemon kind of is where it's just like you stand there with a Charizard somebody keeps throwing their Pokemon out you're like fire blast fire blast fire blast fire blast fire blast done next guy bring him in here (laughs) like I will say by kind of doing the thing where they switch back and forth on like how like certain of the moves go it is kind of interesting because I do think that that does kind of change up a little bit of the dynamics of like you're not just literally like mutilating everybody in your path like because it does sort of give the almost like the underdog person gets a little bit of an advantage because they're sort of losing which i think is kind of interesting in the way that is you know and it's even things like also the agile and the strong like now i'm not saying that they necessarily need to keep that but what i really my biggest takeaway i like about that is the fact that when you do a strong attack like not only does the attack go up it's that the accuracy goes up so it makes certain moves that i always thought were kind of like useless like hydro hydro pump because it has like a 75 percent accuracy so pretty much it misses like you know almost half the time you could you could crank up the accuracy and it actually makes it a kind of a decent attack now yeah no that was interesting about that about the agile i mean i, I usually went agile than more than strong but on like those ones where you only have like five shots to use this attack i always use strong yeah yeah well i i almost want to say i can't remember if if you do the agile, if does the accuracy go up on that one too? Like, I'm not too sure. I don't think it does. I think you just get another. You, you get more. You get another chance to get one in there. Where if you fuck up on a strong, you're totally fucked. But you know. oh yeah, well that's definitely the case there. But it, it's the accuracy that's the most important part. But that's the reason I do it. it does, it's not the strength. It's not even the turns. Having that that peace of mind accuracy, especially for certain moves that are like ninety, and now I can get them to a hundred percent guarantee. I like that a lot. I, I utilize the, the Agile style a lot because if I didn't want to kill the Pokemon I was trying to catch it, you know, I wanted to reduce my attack power. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Purposely. No. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like the Agile for, like, capturing him, too. Like, I actually, as I said, I kind of like that system. The only thing that's kind of weird, though, is I feel like it kind of eliminates the critical that's kind of there in, like, other Pokemon games. So like it never feels like you don't you don't get those like oh good I got a critical perfectly took it out it feels like your character is always going to do that exact same damage percentage no matter what unless you do the agile or if you do the the uh, strong it's almost like that kind of replaced the critical system yeah yeah I noticed that too um, can I ask you just a ran- you guys a random question is there something I didn't realize is some very random question i could probably google it but is steel weak to fighting i think it might be steel has weird like because that's one of those like ones that has really strange like it's not what you would think it would be because i remember like going up like thinking like oh i got this because you know i have the 
I caught that alpha, the, 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 the penguin thing that he evolves into, it's final evolution. Near the end, that was my main water guy near the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And he kept on, like, I was going against something and just used close combat. Like, whatever. Just, like, super effective. Like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> it was, like, one of those battles that, like, oh, it is weak against fighting. I just steal or weak against fight. Why is that weak against fight? Okay. Okay. Never mind. That explains that. That's one of those things you wouldn't immediately assume. Like, I, I wouldn't think Fist strong against, like, a against, like, something metal, but okay, whatever. That, that's probably definitely a Japanese thing. It's just been, like, you know, it, it, that comes down to, like, old-school martial arts type stuff. But it's probably nice. also when, when you lay down the graph and, like, how you have to set the Pokemon up for, like, their weaknesses and strengths, they're probably, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, you gotta choose something. <laughs> well, there, there's the weird ones where you don't, like, like, Psychic is, like, weak to bug, which, if you, if you're pulling, if you're splitting hairs, like, I guess if you're trying to focus and a bug is buzzing and annoying you, okay, alright, I, I, I can kind of get with that, but then there's just weird random things, like, well, like, fighting's weak to flying, like, how's that work? Oh, we just needed a weakness. <laughs> you know how fighters are, they always keep their eyes down. <laughs> they never look uh, up. You got those choreographers from the, you know, from uh, Chinese, you know, martial arts films, and there's a lot of flying going on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell it to Crushing Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Shit, yeah. It, 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 yeah. All I have to guess is when you, if, if you, when you look at the graph and when you're kind of piecing that together to kind of have it be balanced, is some things that like almost kind of had to be kind of weird just just for it to work because you know mm-hmm. probably each one's supposed to have this many ones it's good against and this many ones that it's weak against and every single one has to have kind of like a somewhat balanced number. So that's the only thing I can kind of think of like how those ones get chosen, but it is always kind of bizarre how that is. We get to like we get to like generation like twenty seven like oh no he's Abraham Lincoln type he's weak to John Wilkes Booth type <laughs> yeah exactly one of those things <laughs> you know that's one thing speaking of like when you say like the weaknesses and so on, you know what's kind of weird about this game that's kind of different from like the last like ten years of Pokemon or so is that in this game when you see a brand new Pokemon it already tells you what their weaknesses and strengths are and the attacks unlike in all the old Pokemon games you know. Until until, figure it out. until you register, well, until you register, well, that's like the really old Pokemon games. But until you register in your Pokedex, it doesn't tell you that strong and weak thing yet. But in this one, it's mm, like oh, it, yeah. for some reason your Pokedex is more advanced than the 1800s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you simply look at it. You look at a Pokemon and you know its name, you know its height, its weight, just by looking at it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You already got it written down. You know what I mean? You, you know got that Sherlock level of like deduction. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You can also tell it. You can also tell that this like this. Uh, this its favorite. Fo- its favorite foods. <laughs> yeah. It recently went through a divorce. You know, whatever. Just like anything, just from looking at it, you can just piece that together. Yeah, exactly. But um, you know, this whole Pokemon game. I mean, I guess we we kind of somewhat wrap this up here and so on like that. But uh, to me, this is probably almost like. I mean, this is for sure top tier Switch material. I think to ever come out like. You know, unless for some reason someone disliked Pokemon, I mean, like, I would say it's easily should be in anybody's top ten list of probably Switch games. I say it's up even farther in, like, top five. This could be even my probably favorite Switch experience I've probably had. Like, out of, you know, and the Switch has been a, a very solid system, you know, in its, like, whole lifespan. But this game right yeah. here is pretty darn good. I mean... We've had a lot of big hitters. You know, you got Breath of the Wild. You got uh, Mario Odyssey, which is always the one that I always kind of was going to. Is probably like 
my most recommended game on Switch, but I'm almost thinking this. I think this one right here is it. I mean, Sword and Shield's another fantastic one, but uh, I don't know. This experience was so good, and as I said, like put 35 hours into a Pokemon game already, and I still feel like keep playing it and so on. Like I don't think there's any game I put that much time into. Even like Red and Blue. I mean, granted, multiple playthroughs, of course, but not like in one solid, just big fat run. Yeah, and I feel like this game right here, I mean, I know it's a good game when, like, it pisses me off. My like, fuck this! I turn it off, and then I come back, like, cause I, I'm not gonna lie, I have gamer rage. Um, and then I turn it off, and then come back ten minutes later, like, fuck you, you think you're gonna beat me, motherfucker, I'm gonna come after you, know, you know, so then, like, so if I'm, like, whether it be, like, I enjoy it, or I'm just playing it through for spite, you know, I'm like, well, I was really plowing through and enjoying the game for the most part, so, I mean, is it my favorite Switch game? I don't know if I call it my favorite, but it's definitely within my top five, definitely, and it's probably one of the more, I, I probably liked this one more than a Sword, I'd say. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I think it's a it's a good holdover for me while I uh, while I anticipate and wait for Breath of the Wild too. There you go. It, it fills a little bit of that Breath of the Wild like void a little bit, you know. So, um, but yeah, now I look forward to where th- this fr- this this um, whether whether it just be a little one off, which I doubt, whether it be a yeah. one off or it be like a new. Um, spin-off series and maybe they'll incorporate some of these aspects into future mainstay Pokemon games. But yeah, regardless, really fun game. I highly recommend it. Yeah, as I said, I, I think, yeah, it will definitely probably get some form of this later, even if it is just it stays in, like, its own kind of Legends world. Or if it does become like a Resident Evil 4 and, and that kind of changes the whole, you know, gameplay and that's where it kind of goes from for now. And I'm fine with that as well, too, if that's what the choice is. I think that works well. Plus, then, if you want to do a classic style one later down the line, and then it just makes it seem that much more magical because it's like you haven't seen one for a while. Just bring back, bring. I'll, I'll say this. Actually, one thing I didn't like about it was I, after a while, the noble fights I didn't really give a shit about. I was just like, all right, let me do this till you know, like bring Jim. I'd rather have, or I'd rather fight Jim members than the noble fights. Noble fights. There's some that are really irritating, but there's some that are just kind of like, all right, let's just get this out of the way. There's no part of the noble fights like, boy, that was really fun. I was just like. I yeah. could just battle this thing regularly, but you know that's I get it. They're trying something different. I guess they're trying to show, aside from giving orders, you actually have to be good and good on your feet. And there's a reason to, you have to survive out here. So I I, I kind of get what they're doing. But at the same time, like uh, maybe work better on maybe I think a little bit more fun in the next game. Yeah, I, I see yeah, what you, you mean on gun. that one. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of throwing your arm out, you know, toss after toss after toss. Man, his. His shoulder just must be aching. Just like, yeah, should we put a, a, sli- a slingshot or a crossbow or something? Find some other way to throw those bags at them. Yeah, that, that, that's uh, true. The- For the motion controls, that would be the intense part. <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't I think don't- about that. I'll, I'll say this real quick. I don't want to hold this up because I know we're about to close up here. But I was just, whenever we were throwing the, 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 the bags of food at the Pokemon, I'm just thinking, like, for whatever reason, the line that came to mind was that line from Billy Madison, like, just give me a snack back! Like, I don't know, just like, if someone just, like, edited that in such a way, like, showing angry Pokemon, like, waddling all fast at you, like, I just want a snack pack! I already gave you a snack pack! Just, like, cut to, like, the, the guy throwing it. You know I like snack pack? Just give me a fucking snack pack! Yeah, I got that feeling for that sure. just comes to mind. But, uh, but yeah, well, yeah, it's like, I'm not saying there's not stuff that can't be, you know, dialed in anymore. It's like any video game. Every, everything can be dialed in more, 
but it's still a pretty high bar, and I think it'll be cool to kind of go from where it goes kind of next and what have you. But, um, but yeah, any extra thoughts on it, James? I'm going to try to catch them all. You know, I, I'm not in a rush to do it, but I think casually just over the course of the next few weeks and months, uh, yeah, like I said, you just jump right in. Yeah. You know, and, and find some nooks and crannies that you haven't seen before. Look on your map and and just fill up your Pokedex, you know, at your own leisure. And, and that's that's the, the 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 reason why I like Breath of the Wild so much. You can just jump in, dig around, and it doesn't matter if you're progressing in the story or not. You're just having a good time. And, and this same thing. You're, if you're just catching Pokemon or... You know, wit- you know, witnessing them do certain attacks, feeding them, just filling up the different entries in the Pokedex. It, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a time sink, but one with a, you know, a, you know, a lot of enjoyment. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you on that one too. It, it's just like it's a perfect game that you can kind of just jump back into and just kind of go and play around and whatnot. It, it reminds me of just kind of being a kid and just kind of like when you'd get like your Ocarina time file kind of like maxed out, but like you could still just enjoy just running around Hyrule and just having a good old time. You didn't have to be just doing the game or anything like that. It was just fun just to like explore and just play around and so on. And this game feels like, yeah, you could just turn this game on at any moment, jump back in. It's not going to be one of those ones like you're going to be totally lost or, you know, like anything like that. Like It's like, no, no, I just go out here, I just run, I'll, I'll figure it out, and, like, I'll be warm back up in, like, a couple minutes of, like, how everything kind of works, and then just kind of go explore, and that's how I kind of feel. It's like, it'd be kind of fun just to go as time goes on and just kind of capture more, capture more, capture more, and next thing you know, maybe, yeah, you eventually catch them all in this one and uh, see kind of where that goes, and maybe maybe we'll explain where we, where we came from or why I can't go back. I think I might try to catch them all, but I don't know if I'll be doing the thing like, oh, I used, I used grass, uh, grass type moves on it this many times. You know, I don't think I'll be doing that shit, but I think I'll be capturing them all. And I think to go against Arceus, that's all you have to do is catch them all. Yeah, so. you just got to capture them all. I mean, the, my Pokedex, pretty much generally, if I see a Pokemon, I, I generally fill out its thing right in that moment because I just either capture a bunch of them, kill them. You know, I'll kind of look real quick and see, okay, I got to use a psychic move, fire move, whatever, boom, 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 you know, get that going. But there's some of those Pokemon that I feel like that's going to be really tough because you just don't see them that often. I guess mm-hmm. you can always you pull them out. You splash 100 times. Yeah. Well, technically, but the upside of this game is what I do like about it is, like, it gives you multiple ways to go about it. I mean, you can capture the Pokemon a bunch of times if you want. You can kill them. You can literally take the Pokemon out and use them yourself and do the moves and everything like that, and you can still get them kind of maxed out in your Pokedex that way. Like, it is kind of nice that it's not just like, oh, I have to capture it. I have to kill it. I have to see this move. I have to, you know, use it this way, and I have to evolve it, and that's the only way I'm going to get the Pokedex entry. No, no, it, it gives you choices. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to the DLC whenever it comes out. Hopefully it's not ridiculously priced, but I definitely look forward to that. So Yeah, hopefully Nintendo actually will throw it on, like, their, um... They'll just put it on, like, their, um, Nintendo whatever plus plan. I don't know, I can't think what the name's called of it right now. But I feel like that might be the thing. Since they're, they're doing the Mario Kart, they're putting an extra 48 tracks on there. Maybe the Pokemon DLC will go on there. Pokemon might be too big of a cash cow, so I'm not too sure, but... Oh, probably just how's how, how how how's their quarterly look? That's probably what's helped define that, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't care. No matter what, I'll get it. I'm not a cheap bastard. Like I fucking love Pokemon. So, whichever way they want to give it to me, I just say yes to Nintendo. So you just open your mouth. I just open my that. mouth, and they just be like, put that diglet in there. 
<laughs> Put that Doug Trio in there. I got enough room. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, though, I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. You can go to oldmanorange.com and find more of our podcasts P- or comic books like Pizza Boys and all the other fun jazz. I'm Ryan Dunnigan. You can find me at Dunnigan Ryan on Twitter and Grit Five on Instagram. I also have my. We also have our other show, Octorock Talk. I do with James. James, you wanna give any shout out stuff? Yeah, so I'll be on the co-host in Octorock Talk, and you can also find me on Instagram uh, and the website jamesartville.com. Awesome. Well, till then, we'll see you guys later. Later, folks. <laughs>